can we just thank God for the awesome way he's just showing himself in our services can we just appreciate him just, just honor him just celebrate him appreciate this awesome God you know that in a service things do happen it's only when people return with their testimonies and you say wow so this is what God did that day many of those that came to the altar call answering the altar call of restoration of mercy you will return with amazing testimonies to Jesus be all the praise in Jesus name Amen Hallelujah please sit down take your seat God is a good God and we're still in our 21 day prayer and fasting Amen I said Amen I said Amen Adding today seven more days remaining. Adding today. Praise God. From tomorrow, six active days of fasting, then one day of Thanksgiving. So it's going to be 21 days plus celebration day. Amen. And I want you to know that God does not gather people to waste their time. The ending part of a race is not when you slow down. That is when you, are, you intensify energy and force. So I want to encourage you the remaining days of this fasting, tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to Saturday, be very aggressive, be very brutal and very drastic. Morning 6 a.m., evening 4.30. Tomorrow be Monday, breakthrough blast special. Amen? I reject every wrong name and I receive my new name. Don't miss tomorrow. God is going to rewrite stories. He's, he's a specialist in that. To Jesus be all the glory in Jesus' name. The brother said he was, he wrote himself till he was a regular. I wonder how many times he wrote it. He didn't tell us. Like how many times? Hmm? More than 10 times. Oh my God. And the devil said your own will not turn around. Your situation is turning around in Jesus' name. Come, come, come. Come. Stand here, lift your hands. Doors are going to open. It's doors of restoration. Doors of restoration. Doors of recovery. Your story has changed in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a big, big clap offering. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say, Lord, I'm ready for open doors. Have a loving heart. Have what kind of heart? A loving heart. Don't have a wicked heart. Don't have a hardened heart. Have a loving heart. This is the part three of this message. The Bible says when we love God, we live the kind of life we're meant to live. In Deuteronomy 30 verse 6. It says when you love the Lord your God, it shall be your life. And the Lord thy God will circumcise thine heart and the heart of thy seed to love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul that thou mayest live. That thou mayest live. That does not mean that you may be alive. It means that you may fulfill purpose for life. That your life may be full. Loving God is a plus to anybody's destiny. Never a minus. The Bible said in Romans 8.28, All things work together for the good of them that love God. To them who are the called according to his purpose. So, loving God makes things work for your good. So, the reason for a lot of struggle is because of people who don't take time 
to pursue the love of God. They rather pursue self. They rather pursue personal benefit. I don't have time. I'm busy. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not available. I have other things doing. The other things is the reason why your life remains a struggle. Whatever won't let you love God and serve him is a reason for struggling life. Whatever won't let you love God and carry his kingdom on your head is a reason for struggling life. He said all things will work together for good to those who love God. And what is it that God is moved by? What is it that occupies God's heart? What is it that makes God's heart beat? Two things. Number one, God's kingdom and vineyard, which is God's house. God's kingdom and vineyard, which is God's house. And number two, God's lost children, not yet saved. Anybody that does not pursue those two things doesn't love God. Evangelism doesn't move you. Kingdom service doesn't move you. Praying for the kingdom doesn't move you. Investing in the kingdom doesn't move you. They talk tight. You say, for what? Do you know my problems? Do you know the things I want to do with money? You don't love God and your struggle continues. You are not a lover of God no matter what else you say about yourself. When you love God, the things that move his heart move your heart. The kingdom of God moves your heart. Souls move your heart. The Bible speaking in Isaiah chapter 5 from verse 1 to verse 5. God said, if there's anything I give myself for, it is my vineyard. My well-beloved had a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. I'm going to verse 5, so you need to move fast. He fenced it and gathered out the stones, planted it with the choicest vine, built a tower in the midst of it, and made wine press therein. Look that it should bring forth grapes, but he brought forth wild grapes. Now, O inhabitants of Jerusalem, men of Judah, judge, I pray you, between me and my vineyard. See how God is concerned about his vineyard. What could have been done more to my vineyard that I've not done in it? Wherefore, when I looked that it should bring forth grapes, brought it forth wild grapes. Verse 5. And now go to, I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away the head thereof. It shall be eaten up. Break down the walls thereof. It shall be trodden down. Verse 6. I will lay it waste. It shall not be pruned nor digged. But there shall come up prayers and turns. I will also command the clouds. That there rain no rain upon it. Continue. For the vineyard of a lot of hosts is God's people. God's vineyard is his church. God's vineyard is his kingdom. Choir doesn't move you. Joining ushering, you are not bothered. Arrangement, partnership doesn't concern you. I came to this church to worship my God. Let my God bless me. Let my God give me what I want. Anything that concerns God doesn't move you. The struggle will never end. See what God said he would do. He said, I will break the fence. You will look for security and not find. I will tell the clouds, no rain. You will wonder why things are so dry around your life. Loving God is a plus to anybody. Loving God to the point of carrying God's vineyard, God's kingdom as your priority. Jesus put it this way. Don't think of what to eat. Stop thinking of what to wear. Stop living for what to spend. Rather, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added. Matthew 6 from 28 to 33. Give your life pursuing God's kingdom. Become a kingdom addict. Let them look at you and say, see the way you are carrying church on your head. Pastor's boy, are they paying you? Let them say what they like. But when you enter into your greatness, they are the same people that will line up for your help. Seek God's kingdom.
carry his kingdom business in your heart. Let every kingdom matter move you. Let department move you. Let upper room move you. Let wing move you. Let everything in God's house move you. Number two, lost souls. Be concerned for lost souls. Be bothered about lost souls. The son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Luke 19.10. That is why he came. That is why he came. To seek and to save that which was lost. How are you concerned? How are you involving yourself? How can you say you love him and what brought him does not move you? Let's go for evangelism. I don't have time. Let's go and share handbills. I'm too busy. I do other things. Sir, no matter what you do, if your heart is found wanting in your love for God, you have no future in God's kingdom. The Bible speaking in John 10, 16. John 10, 16 said, Other sheep have I, which are not yet inside the fold. My heart cries still for the lost sheep. Many have come, but there are others that have not come. And what more is full life looking for? People are everywhere. What more do they want? How many millions of people are in this state? Which one did Satan create? What right has the devil to control anybody God created? So you don't rest because Jesus is not resting. You don't slack. The Bible says a son that sleeps when the father is pursuing harvest is a son of shame. If God is talking about soul winning and you are saying I'm not interested, God says shame cannot miss you. That shall never be your portion in Jesus' name. Have a heart for ordership. Go out and look for ordership in your office, in your neighborhood, in your family. Ever since you came, which other family member has joined you? Ever since God brought you, built you up, built your faith, which other family member has joined you? Look for every lordship. God says, that's my heartbeat. And if you don't care about that, sorry, whatever else you are doing is a waste of time. You don't love God. Maybe you love crowd. Maybe you love notice. Maybe you love people seeing you with a new dress. Maybe you love the music. You love dance. But if it's to love God, you don't love him. When you love God, the kingdom will be your priority. Your tithe, not for money's sake, but because this tithe is advancing a kingdom project. There's a widow that must be fed. There's an orphan whose school fees must be paid. We must make sure crusade keeps going because souls must be saved. The kingdom of God must keep expanding. It's about kingdom. Your prayer is kingdom first before give me my daily bread. Kingdom first. Where they raise prayer for kingdom and you don't feel like praying. You sit down. You're not interested. You don't love God. You love your needs. You love your miracles. You love what benefits you. But to love God, it will be clear that the kingdom is your priority. Your friends will know. Your neighbors will know. Your family members will know. They will say things like, this one has carried church on his head though. They will say things like, ah, he never stays away from any evangelism outreach. Those are the kind of things they will say about you. Why? Because it is confirmed that by loving God's kingdom and by going after lost souls, you love God. There is nothing else that is God's agenda for now. It's about souls. It's about expanding his kingdom. Anything done in life or in God's kingdom without love for God has no future. Anything done in life business you do it yet not driven by love for god just to make money just to have a name just to be one of the big men 
one of the big women just to be known everywhere that's why you do what you do that's why you pursue money you are not pursuing money to advance god's kingdom so he said nobody please, please please i know how i struggled before i came to where i am now oh you are the one that came to where you are it's not god that brought you to where you are such things keep you forever in the cycle of perpetual struggle anything done in life or in god's kingdom without love for god love for god is not accepted and has no future for example the bible said matthew 6 33 it is love for god kingdom pursuit that makes other pursuits answer it makes that is what makes job answer that is what makes marriage answer seeking first the kingdom of god we also see in first corinthians 13 1 to 4 that love for god is what makes spiritual gifts answer that is what makes spiritual gifts answer you are sweating like buckets of water but evangelism zero praying for the king all your prayer point is me 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 myself my need my money my children my job my land me 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 you will pray all the prayer sweat all the sweat have whatever you want to have but the day you stand before god you will be of all of all, of all men most wretched and miserable because you realize that you were wretched you were poor you were naked you were miserable you were blind you had no future you were just living life for six feet that shall not be our portion in jesus name the bible said in first corinthians 13 from verse 1 to verse 4 first corinthians 13 though i speak with tongues spiritual gifts both of men and angels and i have not love for god i am as a sounding brass noise maker verse 2 though i have the gift of prophecy though i have discernment to understand mysteries and i have word of knowledge these are spiritual gifts i have all the faith a person can have so that i move mountains without prayer but i have not love i am nothing doesn't matter who hails you doesn't matter who praises you doesn't matter how many people like your sermon on facebook you are nothing you are doing it for fame you are doing it for so for name you are doing it to be known but we are doing it for god and for love for god hitting the street is your excitement rising up to win souls is your excitement sponsoring crusade is your excitement doing what you can to make your neighbor know jesus and follow you to church is your excitement next verse first corinthians 13 verse 3 do i bestow all my goods to feed the poor and I give even my body to be burned. And you say, how can somebody give his goods to the poor? So that they say, thank you, sir. If not for you. They compose songs for you. They dance at your gate. When you are caught driving out, they hail you. They cheer you. They say, we are your boys. And you are nodding. Oh, I take care of them. <laughs> I take care of them. Now, I do them well. I do them well. Ah, no, no, no. I make sure that I keep them well. And that's your pride. That is your shoulder lifting sir see what the bible said the scripture it profited me nothing verse 4 charity when it does the right thing whether you recognize it or not it continues it remains kind 
whether you come back to say thank you or not whether they say well done we want to please acknowledge uh, one of those who is carrying this department on the head and you are there nodding yeah that's the way it should be you have got your reward you, you have no future you have no future somebody's made hod you are angry i should have been the one that was why you were doing everything you were doing and from that day you slack from that day you are no more interested from that day you are discouraged from that day you lose inspiration all that zeal dries up that was the motive of your heart you know heart cannot lie may none of us miss it in jesus name anything we do outside of love for god in fact the bible said hope hope god looks into your future and kingdom is nowhere house you will build how you will travel out the things you will achieve what you will have the kind of money you will spend and kingdom is nowhere god said that future will never see the light of day he said for your hope not to end in shame you need the love of god in your heart romans 5 verse 5 faith faith for your faith to produce god is saying you are praying for job where is my kingdom in that your prayer you are praying for husband where is my kingdom in that your prayer you are like anna crying for baby all your life and until god can see kingdom in that prayer he's not moved father how will i remain like this father they are mocking me god said they've not yet started where is my kingdom god said, i've invested too much in you to allow you set my kingdom back and go free where is my kingdom with all that i have done to rescue you to raise you to make a pillar out of you see the gifts are put inside you see the talents the wisdom the knowledge the skills to whom much is given much is expected may none of us miss god in jesus name so what kind of loving heart does god want us to have what is a loving heart in this service number one a loving heart is a concerned and burdened heart a heart that is concerned about the things of god till it becomes a burden you are concerned about the things of god till it weighs heavily on your heart the same way moses was concerned about the welfare of israel for the sake of god the same way david was concerned about who will silence goliath for the name of god he said this reproach must be taken away from the people of god he wasn't looking for how to be king he wasn't looking for how to have a name he wasn't looking for how to be popular he just wanted to just see god glorified and that is why all the things they promised david none was fulfilled yet david wasn't bothered he kept risking his life he kept fighting the battles of god they didn't cancel the, the taxes they didn't remove the debts they did not give him the king's daughter to marry he didn't care he was all out for god and that was all that mattered to him the slightest adjustment you are discouraged this is not what you promised me this is not what i thought this is not why i came to work here this is not listen god can use different things to bring you to where he wants you to be then when you get there he wants your eyes to be open if not his place let another take and for your information god is not stranded god is not in need and god does not need help from anybody whatever god calls us to do is a privilege is what a privilege it's a privilege it's a privilege have a concerned 
and burdened heart. A heart that concerns itself with the matters of the kingdom. Like Nehemiah. Nehemiah 1, 1 to 4. How long will the walls of Jerusalem be broken down? No, I am concerned. I am burdened. To the point that he, he cried out to God for an intervention. That is a burden. Number two, what kind of heart does God want us to have? A kind and tender heart. A kind and tender heart. Not a hardened heart. Not a strong-willed heart. You know me. If I say I will never help you, I will never help you. You know me. If I say I've changed my mind, I've changed my mind. You know me. If I say it's over, it's over. My word is final. Are you God? Are you God? Is your heart made of stone? No mercy, no compassion, no tenderness. And you say you are a child of God. You are not. Find out who is your father. Genuine children of God are like God. Their hearts are tender. They are moved by people's situations. They are moved by what moves God. Hardness of heart is a sign you don't know God. And you don't love God. A loving heart is kind and tender. Is what? Kind and tender. One of the things we are told in 1 Corinthians 13 is that love is easily persuaded. You don't beg too much. You don't cry too much. Two weeks, your wife is begging you to answer her greeting. And you say, me? Until you see. Until you realize. Listen, you, listen, you don't know God. Satan is living inside you. You don't know God. If your heart is hardened, and until, until you are satisfied, before you will now, you will now condescend to answering her greeting. You and Lucifer are twins. You don't know God. Hardness of heart is never a sign of a person that knows God. Never. 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 You can carry church on your head if you like. Carry Bible on your head until they can't find copy of Bible anywhere else. You are a deceiver and you are a pretender and you are only pretending and deceiving those who don't know the word of God. But if your heart is not tender and kind, hear me. Where somebody's crying and you say, you have not yesterday cried. You will cry blood. You will cry blood. Listen, you don't know God. The truth is you don't know God and you have never known him. That's the truth. When God enters you, your hard heart becomes soft. Even if you're a disciplinarian, mercy is quick to rise. Mercy is what? Because the essence of discipline is not to kill people. It's to correct in love. It's to bring people to light, not to destroy them. You will have a kind. And brethren, this message is not so that you condemn yourself, that you change. It's so that you what? You change. You don't take one week to accept, I'm sorry. You accept it quickly and you make changes. You don't take two days before your, your husband answer your greeting and you turn and answer. On the spot. Oh dear, I'm so sorry. All right dear, it's okay. Let's see a way forward. You are quick to melt with mercy. Ephesians 4 verse 32. Ephesians 4 32. Ephesians 4 32. Be ye kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another. Even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Romans 12 verse 10. Romans 12 verse 10. Romans 12 verse 10. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love. In honor. Preferring one another. Oh, no, no, that's okay. 
Even me too, I make mistakes. That's all right. It's okay. It's all right. So how do we go from here? You say you have accepted, sorry, but you are still frowning for the past three days. You have still refused to eat for the past three days. Sir, your repentance is fake. It's fake. Repentance is followed with fruits. Until the fruits change, there's no genuine change. Eh, if I change, she would think it didn't pain me. Every human being has feelings. Those who offend you know they did wrong. It is not wickedness that will bring correction. God didn't correct us by being wicked. He wants us to have a tender heart. How about somebody shh, enter traffic in front of you? You to drive and you are looking for how to get to his window and tell him, Waka. An oncoming vehicle come, you come behind him and looking for again. You drive up, another one come, you come behind him. You finally get there and say, Idiot, idiot, fool. Then you are satisfied. You don't know God. You don't know God. And if you continue that way, your hardship won't end. Your struggle in life won't end. Even when they don't tell you, I'm sorry, for Christ's sake, you forgive them in advance. Say amen. amen. It is not singing in choir. It's not dancing. It is not teaching Sunday school. It is lifestyle. It's not preaching sermon. It's not standing in front of altar. It's lifestyle. And none of us has arrived yet. We are trying to get better. We are trying to what? Get better. We are trying to get better. We are trying to get better. Everybody has begged you. Your uncle has begged you. Your cousin has begged you. Your auntie has called you and begged you. Every, the whole country now know your case. You are the only one holding everybody to ransom. What are you? What are you? And you say you know God. You don't know God. That's the truth. Tell yourself the truth. You are a pretender. You don't know God. What do you do? Lord, from today I change. And God does. It doesn't take time to change. All it takes is a decision. Can I hear amen? amen. All it takes is what? A decision. A decision. That's all it takes. Well, it's because a kind of family I grew up in. You have not yet grown up. If you are grown up, you will change. You have not yet grown up. You are still in that ancient foundation. You are still in that village pit. You have not grown. You have not grown. If you grow up, things will drop. That is a proof of growing up. Say amen in the house of God. Number three, what kind of heart does God want us to have? I said number one is what? Concerned and burdened heart. Number two? Kind and tender heart. Number three, which is close but different, a forbearing and forgiving heart. Forbearing means they offend you again and again. And you know that it's going to take a process to help the person change. And you keep forgiving and keep making effort to correct. They offend you again and again. And you know that change. How many of you know that change takes a process? Hey, do you know that change takes a process? I mean, a child carries 25, this 10. And you flog him. No, you shouldn't do that. Come on. Go, read better. Read better. How many of you know that next time he won't carry first? No, you don't go from 25 to first. <laughs> it's, it's, unless heaven came down. <laughs> it's, it's very unlikely 
Let me put it that way. That he will go from 25 to first. He might go from 25 to 7. If he's a very aggressive and serious. Or at least 25 to 12. Which is more like it. You look and say, oh, what did I tell you last time? What did I tell you? You did better. Small, small, oh. In the same way, change takes a process. And you don't kill the person. See you. See you. I know you. Eat, eat, eat. With your wicked heart. No. You don't mock a person in the process of change. You see, when we're talking of, 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 of forgiving, we're talking about the other person offended you. Now, forbearing. You that has to help the person change, you must be committed to it without being tired. Like leading a department, you can never be tired or being tolerant. You, you can't become harsh and insultive and rude and aggressive. Leadership is no license for, for lousiness. Say amen. amen. That is forbearing. That is forbearing. They don't have to lead the delegation to beg you before you agree again to be HOD. Let them give another person. I don't want. I don't want. Then they come and beg you, please. Now, if you know what, what angels are preparing to do to you, it's because people are begging. It's because you are begging. That's why I will agree. Because you are begging. They want all those people looking for my trouble. And God say, oh! And I'm the one that died on the cross. See what I have suffered. You don't do that. You forbear. You do what? You don't keep a record of how many times you've been offended. You forbear. Because it's a process. And you notice slight progress. Amen? And you encourage it. You notice slight progress. The person does not yet know how to say, I am sorry. But at least he says sorry. You don't say sorry for what? Did you beat me? What is sorry? What is, didn't they teach you how to talk to people? How? You have just pushed the person back to square one. At least he has said sorry. Thank you, dear. Thank you, I appreciate. But actually it is, I am sorry. <laughs> sorry now, it's okay. That pride has not yet died. That ego, that, 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 that serpent called self has not yet died. And you understand that killing it is not an overnight thing. So you keep targeting it. And you keep targeting it until one day, finally, after earthquake has taken place and volcanic eruption, as occurred and tornado with hurricane came all to your house. He finally says, I am sorry. As if he would die. He says, good. You tried. You tried. Then gradually, he starts coming out without him choking. Without her choking. I am sorry. Oh, oh, oh. I am sorry. And then now you don't enter to where you say, all you say is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everything, I'm sorry. Everything, I'm sorry. Everything, I'm sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. Did they tell you that sorry makes anything better? Yes, it does. There was a time he couldn't even say sorry. Forbear. What did the Bible say? Forbear. Forbear. Accommodate. Bear with the process. Bear with the process. Ephesians 4, 2 and 3. So that they can be unity. So that they can be togetherness. So there can be oneness. With all lowliness and meekness. With long suffering. Forbearing one another in love. Forbear leaders. Your leader is not perfect. Forbear the people you are leading. They are not perfect. Can I hear amen? Give me the verse 4. Endeavoring. Verse 3 rather. Endeavoring. 
to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Can I hear amen? In the bond of peace. Romans, rather, Colossians 3, 12 to 14. Colossians 3, 12 to 14. You need a concerned and burdened heart. Don't behave with a laissez-faire attitude. Your wife is sick. It doesn't concern you. Your husband is, is, is worried. It doesn't concern you. Uh, there's, there's, things are broken down. It doesn't concern you. There's, there's limitations. There's restrictions. There's pressure in the church. It doesn't concern you. There are needs everywhere. It doesn't concern you. That is not a heart that knows God. That person doesn't know God. Doesn't know God. When you know God, things concern you. Things touch you. You have feelings for people and for things. Say aloud, amen. Colossians 2. The Bible says from verse 12, Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. The bond of perfectness. The bond of what? Perfectness. Bond of perfectness. I'm not here to preach at you. I'm here to challenge you. I'm here to challenge you. I'm here to encourage you. I've never said this to anyone. I used to have terrible anger problem. Terrible anger problem. As a young man growing up. Terrible anger problem. And I used to take it out on my younger brother. Until one day. It was just one day. Light. As if my eyes just opened. I saw the ugliness of the monster of anger. I saw the devilishness of hardness of heart. I saw that when a person is hardened, you look like Lucifer exactly. What I saw repulsed me. And I said, Lord, never again. Never again. Never. SS2. He died. I just got born again seriously around that time. Seriously around that time. He died. Never again. When you see people today, don't think that they didn't have the struggles you are having. Ask this precious lady if she has ever had to apologize on anything more than once. Even with that, as she's saying, I'm sorry, I'm saying, I'm sorry. I don't even know what I'm saying, I'm sorry for. Oh, dear, sorry, child. No, honey, bunch, sorry. I'm really sorry, too. I'm really sorry, too. I, I should have. No, no, dear, it wasn't. Actually, yes, I should have. It's not about who won the case. It's about how sweet is the bond. How sweet is the bond? You won the case, but you have lost your future. Now you have lost your home. Okay, where are you going to go? 
Now you are, you are like a lone ranger. It's not about who won the case. There's no struggle for headship. There's no, you know I'm a man, I'm a man. Is there anybody mad in this house that doesn't know I'm a man? It's not, a, it's not an issue. It's not a case. It's not a case. Never. Brothers and sisters, something has to drop from us today. It can't follow us. No. Whether your own forgiveness is open or internal, it doesn't matter. If it is there, God sees it. God sees it. Whether you explode or you recoil, it doesn't matter. Unforgiveness is unforgiveness. It's unforgiveness. And as this precious lady here, immediately as we are talking over the matter now, whatever was to be done next continues on schedule. Whatever. Whatever was to happen next continues on schedule. If it was food, appetite on point. If it was a place where to go to, the conversation is restored because it didn't take long to say sorry and to accept sorry. Sometimes we don't even need to say sorry. We see it in our eyes. It's about readiness. Readiness to, to be humble. That's a real thing. Friends, do you know that this man has never sat with any church member anywhere in my life to settle any case that they offended me? Over what? No. Forgive you in advance. I forgive you in I am telling you that I know the day that monster died. I know it. I know it. Don't defend whatever it is that is limiting your eyes. Ask God for his help. Ask God for his. Don't say it's their fault, it's his fault, it's her fault. What matters is I want to fulfill my destiny. I want to be all that God called me and the Bible says, if that's your heart desire, you need a loving heart. That's a heart that is concerned and burdened. Number two, that's a heart that is kind and tender. Number three, that's a heart that is forbearing and forgiving. And finally, a loving heart is an extra mile heart. Is what kind of heart? Extra mile heart. They say go one. For the sake of love, you go to extra mile. Extra mile. That's the kind of heart Jesus wanted Peter to have. In John 21, 15 to 17. Simon, Simon, lovest thou me? More than, that's the extra mile. More than all these your fellow disciples. In other words, go beyond the normal. Go beyond the usual. 16. He said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? And for your information, 
I'm not just saying normal love. I'm saying extra mile. Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Again in verse 17. Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me. This time, the message hit home. The message did what? God, why is it that of everybody, it's always me they are calling to send. It's always me they are calling to send. Extra mile heart. What kind of heart? Extra mile. They know, they know that at the end, when nobody does it, I will carry it and do. Extra mile heart. Sir, I discovered that extra mile heart is the key to extra level grace. Is the key to what? Listen to me. Those who abandon responsibility are not as smart as they think. Abandon duty, abandon responsibility. They are not as smart as they think. But you that is going that extra mile, see it as a test of love. Stop complaining about it. I know it's not easy. I know it's heavy. Ask God for more grace. Ask for more prayer. But do not hate it. Do not be angry about it. It's a legitimate need. Somebody ought to do it. Now they've abandoned it. But your kind of heart, you won't abandon what others have abandoned. Let it be a sacrifice of love. And see the future God will have for you. See the tomorrow God will give to you. Such people, they overtake others. Like others are in the house. David is still in the bush. Extra mile. The speed with which it will change level won't be normal process. It won't be normal process. Extra mile. Extra mile. All others are in the palace, in the kingdom. Only Mordecai is wearing sackcloth at the king's gate. Even Esther is relaxed. The day his level will change, sir, it will not respect hierarchy. Don't regret. That they have made you carry a burden heavier than you should. Just ask God for grace. It won't be forever. It won't last for too long. The reward is always very massive. Amen somebody? Please be the believer, the disciple like Peter. That will have an extra mile heart. That will have what? An extra mile heart. Be that kind of disciple. Be that kind of disciple. Be that kind of disciple. That you are always waiting for the person... Whom you offended to be the one to come and beg you does not make you intelligent. It doesn't make you smart. It does not make you a boss, King Kong. Doesn't make you a queen. He bowed. I thought he wouldn't bow. He finally bowed. When God is through with that examination process, he will retire you to a, a carton like old question paper. Sir, I have seen people come to a point where they had so much money that they didn't need to tell their spouse, look at me twice. Their spouse was reduced to such irrelevance. It's not smartness. Please now, where is the 10,000? Um, this is 2,000. I'm coming. That I'm coming is since 2019. This 2020. It's not smartness. To whatever level God has helped you, 
let your yes be yes and let your no be no to whatever level god has helped you answer to your responsibilities provide to your ability ah you have all the money now you don't need my little money he doesn't need it she doesn't need it but your future needs it if nothing flows out of the river it's a dead sea may your future not be dead stand to your feet let's pray hear me are you living in somebody's house and you are not paying rent you are not smart you are burying your future you might never own a land in your life if you don't do something quickly to correct the spiritual atmosphere over your life are you sitting on the salary of a little person somewhere and you are paying the person today 2,000 tomorrow 1,000 next tomorrow 500 at the end have I not given how much have I given you now 14,300 okay remaining how much ah, I'll soon finish paying you and you pay the person in such a witchcraft manner if you know what you are doing to the future of your children better change your ways I am saying it again that those who behave irresponsibly with pride you are not intelligent you are not smart you are digging a pit for your future if nobody tells you your pastor has told you today go to wherever you abandon your responsibility and say I'm willing to start no matter how small let us start somehow let me start somewhere listen if not no matter where you think you are going you are only going around in circles you will be back to square one you will be back to square one don't be the reason why anybody is forced to carry any extra mile burden don't be the reason do your part we are not all on the same level but anybody can be faithful on his level you are not saying anything and I'm okay with that before we do shout yes lord glory glory you have been shouting like this three years what has changed too many chains are holding you in the corridors of the court of justice that knows no bribery the chains holding you prayer cannot lose you you need to just change your ways the bible say guard your heart because it controls all the issues They are telling you why can you have this kind of grace he said please leave me am i the only one am i the only one is it because i bring my results home do you know how many of my cosmates don't bring their results to their parents if you know what you are they beat you have dog for your life i don't care if your mother never went to school i don't care if your father never saw the four walls of a school gray hair does not need certificates anybody that is higher than you is higher than you for life he asked Peter three times three times Peter what's the difference between you and the rest Peter what's the difference between you and an unbeliever husband Peter what's the difference between you and an unbeliever wife what's the difference between you and an unbeliever student 
unbeliever man always say he doesn't have money you too you talk like that what's the difference brothers and sisters like i said before i love you i bring you this word with all the help in my heart because i know that one little adjustment can make the difference in how a machine operates one little adjustment let us give him thanks father we love you give you praise we give you glory we give you worship my soul says yes
love my family, to love my spouse, to love the brethren, to love my neighbors, to just be a blessing to humanity. I say yes. To love my parents, I will not cause my parents heartbreak. I will not cause my spouse heartbreak. Just make me a blessing. Make me a blessing. or you're maybe all alone and just see me watching TV or you're reading a Bible verse and you just saw something and without even praying you just took a decision and something changed that's the power of a decision you just read just something in a book say and that is all friends the word of God is real this year, people will see you rise. Just keep opening your heart. Keep receiving light. Keep receiving truth. Just keep believing that the word you hear is working for you. Amen. Oh, you can't leave a service like this and then you leave saying, I don't know, nothing is working. Everything is working. He sent forth his word his word healed them and delivered them from their destruction give the lord a big 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 hand in the house come on a big 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 hand come on a big 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 hand come on a big 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 hand jesus be on the road jesus mighty name we have prayed close your eyes standing where you are you would like me to pray with you Jesus to be the Lord and Savior of your life. Sometimes you just need that very formal prayer. Yeah, things might have happened by some other diverse means, but sometimes you need that formal decision. As if to tell the devils in hell, watch out! I'm not in your camp anymore. As if to tell the angels, come on now! I'm set. An heir of salvation is here. Maybe you're in this house and you, you strongly have a need to pray that prayer. Right there where you are, just lift your right hand in the air. Lift it well. God bless you. Jesus, I want it to be clear to heaven and hell that I have changed camp. Lift your right hand up in the air. Lift it well. I have changed camp now. I have changed camp today. Lift it very well. Don't be ashamed. 
Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Quickly, give them the form where they are. Give them that form right where they are. Keep that hand up till they get to you. Keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. Don't put it down. Keep it up till they get to you. I have changed camp today from darkness to light. From darkness to light. Now let me pray for you, Father. Change their lives. Change their story. Give them a new heart and a new spirit. Satan, pack your load and go. We decree and declare, hell has lost his power over you. Hell has lost his control over you. All things have passed away. And all things have become you. Say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for me. You came and shed your blood that I might be saved. Satan, I reject you. Pack your load and go. From today, I am born again. I am a child of God. In Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen. Feel that form that you have been given. Has anybody given this person a form here? Have they given you a form, my dear? No, the person behind there. Have they given you a form? Oh, God bless you. Take your seat. Congratulations to Jesus. Be all the glory. Glory, hallelujah. We are so glad that God's word from the mouth of God's servant has blessed you with wisdom, grace, and faith for a better life. We urge you to get more of God's words today because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. To get more messages from God's servant, please visit the Full Life Bible House on Sekagadwak Avenue, Uyo, Akwaibom State, Nigeria, or any branch of Full Life Christian Center nationwide. You can also place your orders online as you visit our website, www.fulllifefoundation.org. God bless you.